Hello, everybody, and welcome to Random Fun Packs Podcast. Fun Packs? Uh, shut up. <laughs> I'll give you a fun pack. <laughs> welcome to the Posterman oh, Podcast. Dear, I am Elijah Elliott. I'm Ken. Hello. I'm Captain Fun Packs, and my fun packs are on the table. Booze isn't here. He is Captain Fun Packs. He is. Lewis is Captain Fun Packs? Yeah. So Tyler is his, is his, side is his sidekick enjoyment boy? <laughs> I'm changing Tyler's name my phone to enjoyment boy. <laughs> Merriman lad. <laughs> I like Merriman lad better. I, uh... I have no comeback. <laughs> we are here at the table. Yet again. Post, again. Post. Diddling post, our podcast. Post lockdown. Post lockdown. We're in the danger zone. Diddling the podcast once again. Talking about a drama that I chose. That is true. You did choose it. Called Molly's Game. Came out in two thousand and something. Two, I don't know. Uh, uh, you had recently, it, you had it up there. Recently, it's at the top of the screen. Two thousand seventeen. I'm Molly Bloom. Do you know about me? I read your indictment after I got your call last night, and I bought your book. Do you understand that you are charged with operating an illegal gambling business? Are you taking me on as a client? I don't think I can convince my partners to take a flyer on the poke princess. If you think a princess can do what I did, you're incorrect. I'm getting that you don't think much of me, but what if every single one of your ill-informed, unsophisticated opinions about me were wrong? I'd be amazed. This is a true story, but except for my own, I've changed all the names. And hey, Molly, my weekly poker game is moving to the Cobra Lounge. You'll help run it. Movie stars, directors, and business titans. They were going all in, all the time. Thank you, Molly. This is for you. Thank you so much. I'm gonna stop paying you as my assistant. You firing me? I'm not firing you. I'm just gonna stop paying you. You get paid once a week from the game. It doesn't seem fair. You're gonna stop paying me because I'm making too much money doing my second job, and if I say no, I'll lose both jobs because it doesn't seem fair? You don't have bargaining power here. You are unimportant. You know how many witches were burned in Salem? How many? None. They didn't burn witches, it's a myth. They hanged them. The humiliation had given way to blinding anger at my powerlessness. I wasn't gonna wait before I put a plan in place. I'll be hosting a game in this suite every Tuesday night. The first buy-in, 250,000. That's gonna make noise. Let's play. We spent eight years in Hollywood and two years in New York running the world's most exclusive and decadent man cave. Have you seen the other names in your indictment? Come on, Marty, just how deep into the Russian mob were you? Your exposure's crazy. You got 2.8 million on the street right now. You're gonna get blown up. You managed to build a multi-million dollar business using not much more than your wits. I'm about to be charged in federal court. Well, nobody's perfect. There's a new offer on the table. Complete immunity. We hand over the hard drives. You see what's on those hard drives. Families, lives, careers will be ruined. Why are you in this alone? Where are the people you're protecting by not telling the whole story? I'll tell them everything they want to know about me. About me. That's it. Hey, 
And Ken, plot synopsis of cast list. And go, plot synopsis. The true story of Molly Bloom, an Olympic-class skater, skier, excuse me, skier, who ran the world's most exclusive high-stakes poker game and became an FBI target. Yep. All that's true. Uh, Jessica Chastain as the eponymous Molly Bloom. Idris Elba as Charlie Jaffe, the lawyer. Uh, Kevin Costner as Larry Bl- Larry Bloom, uh, Jessica Jastain's daddy, uh, and Michael Sarah in a more than a cameo, but not a lot more than a cameo as Player X, uh, and Chris O'Dowd as Awesome, and and, and a bunch of and a bunch of other people. Yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of random people. A lot of them, a lot of the background and some of the other people who were actually World Series of Poker players, because Aaron Sorkin wanted actual like how people act when they're playing cards, people around the table with. Oh, them. okay, that's So a lot of them are actual World Series of Poker people that actually played cards. So if anybody was around the table or anything, and they weren't a actor per se they were that would explain one of my comments that i make later <laughs> one, oh, of no. one of oh, my no. notes one of my notes one of my notes it always starts off great when is... i say i picked a drama and <laughs> ken goes here you go i have a note <laughs> no, i have a God. note here's my list <laughs> God, I, God, I have God. i have God. we all get get what are you doing ken sounds he like watched the movie trying... you did so shut up ken's ken it sounded like he was trying to say guys, so I was, I was making fun of Ken. I have one big complaint about this movie. Oh, Otherwise, man. it's fine. <laughs> um, that's a lot of back issues. <laughs> Kevin Costner just keeps telling you to get your ass up. <laughs> so that opening was a sports anecdote that doesn't matter, question mark? Yeah. That's my first note. Holy shit, how's she even how's she even standing? How's she even alive? That flip and that back thing, that that looked, it just looked painful. Yeah, I flip in the back thing? I Yeah, and, and it opens with her as a skier. She will try out oh, the Olympics. Okay. And she's fourth, but she has a chance to go to get to go to the Olympics for America. And because you haven't watched the movie, she something like one in a million chance happens. Yeah, something so an, an incredibly remote possible something that 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 virtually impossible happens to her, and she crashes, doesn't she finish, hurts herself. Ski during a jump. Oh no! And pretty much just like tumble like flips lands on her back and now mind you she's had back surgery yeah like when she was really young yeah, like seven or eight and they tell her they, they say she should never ski again like she shouldn't ski again it's not a good idea and and she goes on to continue skiing and then does that like crazy like look painful just watching this tumble dive there. yes and I was like, oh my god, she's dead. <laughs> Credits. <laughs> uh, so she retires from pre-Olympic skiing to be a waitress and personal assistant in L.A.? Question mark? Yep. Yes, that's what happens. But I have, that's a that's a ton of cops for just one lady. 
Oh yeah. The cops storm in first. Oh, that's true. You see, and they she gets arrested. And yeah, then like it's they they make a big deal of it, or not a big deal, but they they pointed out later that she's arrested by these federal agents who show up with automatic weapons to arrest a woman who's not no violent charges you know has been clean and sober and and on the straight and narrow for the last two years and now they come for her and then just are like you need to come out and then they're just like hold her against the wall and automatic weapons pointed at her right it's and nothing really violent ever like she ever really did she no she she in all honesty the opposite of violent yeah. like she she tried to not do she, violence. Or... Right. She protects people that don't really deserve it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the, in the fullness of time, we, we learn. <laughs> I said, I have my note before, I guess that note is, ah, uh, L.A., the land of before law school. Because <laughs> she goes to L.A. Because <laughs> she goes to L.A. <laughs> That's true. She's like, yeah, I'll, I'll delay law school for a year. Oh, I'll delay law school for another year. Oh, I'll delay law school for another year. Because she keeps making all this money when she works for this guy. Uh Dean is so scummy and throws bagels at her. Why are we with him? Why why do we stay with him? Oh, because of the money. Right. I mean, if the money money's good, someone can throw a bagel in my face. Well, he's day. not not the money he's paying her to work there. <clears throat> it's the money that she's getting from these underground gambling games. Uh, Michael Sarah cameo question mark. As we mentioned, Michael Sarah, he is a bigger part than a cameo, but he's he only plays a. He only plays a significant role in the, in, the in, in, in Act One. Yeah. He's the LA part in the movie, right? And he's he he's the he's player X. He's he's a name, or he's he's a he's a major element because he's the player that all the other players want to come and see. Because he's he's an actual celebrity. He's an actor who is also good at playing poker and he's played by Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah um, was actually in some of the games. That's why he joined up with this. Oh, so Michael Sarah knows who Player X is. We know who Player X is too. It's Toby Maguire. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. I did research to figure out it's Toby Maguire mixed with some of the other people at the table had to act like other celebrities that were there. Uh-huh. Like Leonardo DiCaprio and Toby Maguire were two of the heavy hitters which they amalgamed like the like Molly Bloom took the personalities of them and combined them as to one person, but Toby Maguire was the most. So they say, Player X is mostly Toby Maguire. Okay, but they take like an amalgam of all the worst personality traits from all of the celebrities and put them as one person. Oh, okay. But but the, from the information I gathered, seventy five percent of it was all Toby Maguire. Okay. Um, and Michael Sarah was in some of the games. That's why he joined up with. At that point, because he had some of that super bad money at the time and all that. Oh, things. okay. Um, so far, this movie feels overwritten. <laughs> um, and she made more money uh, than she makes in three weeks in one night. Yeah. That would get me thinking, too. It's nuts. Because you know, like, she, she's making $750 a week, I think is what she says. Yeah. And... In that one night, she gets tipped $3,000. Ooh. And that's how you get paid from this job is by tips. 
that's how you remain under the. That's how you remain not that's, doing anything illegal. That's how everything is legal. Yeah. She she essentially lives on tips. Yeah. And it's it's just crazy the money that was going through there like hundreds like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. People would come up and buy in. Like the buy in was ten grand to start in the right. beginning of this. And then you could buy in again. You could rebuy. And essentially, the house was extending you credit. And that's what that's one of the things that ultimately gets Molly in trouble is the idea that she extends more credit than she has on hand. And so if you can't pay back the winners when they cash out at the end of the night, they get sore. They don't come back. They you have to pay them somehow if you don't have the money to pay them you're in trouble one way or another. Either they don't come back to the game. They say, well, this is a crock and I'm leaving. and I'm never coming back. So you lose a customer essentially, or they send somebody after you to get the money. But she refused to do that. That was, that was the big thing about Molly's games was she didn't use violence to get the money back from the people. Like she would be like, okay, here's right. what you can do. Here's how you're going to pay me back. You're right. She would, money. she would try and be a stand up person. Yeah. And, like when when people were actually losing money, were sheep, losing but... money and they, that they didn't have, you know, it's one thing. And you know, these ultra rich um, movie star people, you know, it sort of goes around, comes around. Um, but you know, and, and they're good for it. Ultimately, you know, they they they're not the ones that are that are that she's worried about. But there are some other folks who aren't named because the, but who can, you know, and ultimately she's, she's, she admits that she's preying on gambling addicts. So she, uh, so these, these folks can't necessarily help themselves and they get in over their heads and they, you know, there's, and sometimes it's, well, I'm already into this guy, this guy, and this guy for so much money. And now I'm into you for so much money. And a lot of times the implication is that she would just kind of write that off. She would take that as a loss. And then the house would take the hit for the money. Right. And so she, that, that was movie money that she was losing. She was essentially paying out of her own pocket. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the second half was all that learning, all that stuff. Because you find out that player X is being, was bringing in people that he could beat. And then he would run them, run the gambling addicts down, and then he would extend them a line of credit, and then he would get that money back plus interest on whatever they were winning. So he was double dipping in short, even in the games, and that's what drove her to from L.A. to New York, and essentially, because Player X got greedy and also wanted to have sex with Molly. So, um, yeah. But that's getting ahead of the greedy. that's getting ahead of the movie. We are greedy. getting ahead a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, enter Idris Elba because True Idris story. Elba is the bomb. Yes, <laughs> uh, I have enter Idris Elba as the lawyer? Question mark. The above board straight shooting quick talking lawyer who doesn't take the job and then does. Yep. So it's quite the emotional roller coaster for when we first meet Idris Elba, but yeah, because he can't because he he can't get a read on Molly if she's knows what knew what was happening. Or didn't like if Molly's a good person or not, because Idris Elba generally wants to help good people at points or like people that um, pay him, but he won't. 
but he doesn't want to take this case unless he believes that she's at least on the board. Uh, uh, Molly is recommended to her lawyer, whose name I can't, Jaffe is his last name, uh, Charlie, Charlie Jaffe, uh, is recommended because she's looking for a lawyer who is not even a little bit shady. She wants a lawyer who, as I as I wrote, is above board. Mm-hmm. She wants somebody who she, who is who is on the straight and narrow and will not deviate from the straight and narrow. Who won't like give the because she doesn't want to give the names of the people that were at the table. Right. She. It's it's interesting. I shouldn't say interesting. It's it's uh one of the one of the sort of confusing things to me throughout this movie is the amount of pain and anguish that Molly puts herself through to benefit people who, as is ultimately pointed out to her, do not give two shits about her. Mm -hmm. And in some cases actively worked against her or would totally sell her upriver for a nickel. Like she had, because she had hard drives of all these people and all this stuff and data and everything. And then they're like, like, oh, but to just get to one of the best parts in the movie, which is yourself a speech in the, in the room. Yeah, it, he pretty much says out great. loud, he's just like, she's got hard drives full of like things that you wouldn't tell your wives, your girlfriends, your other things, the kids, and everything. He, she knows, she knows dates, times, places, everything. Right. And she has this all on hard drives that she's refusing to give up to get save her own name and to get her money back. Like, they offer her her money back, which is, like, $5 million at the end of the day. Oh, it's more than that. Oh, well, thought of, oh. it was a, it was an, it was an insane amount of money. It was, it was a ton of money. They offer all her money back and clear her name just to get the hard drives. Because... Which they're going to get anyway. Yeah. But she, wanted that, but she wanted to get them, she wanted them to get them legally, not by her. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't want them to get a given, but she didn't want to be the one to give them up. So it's, it's like, he gives this speech and he's just like, this is a person that's trying, that's destroying herself to save people that don't care about her at all. It's, it's, it's nuts. And it's a damn good speech. It is, it is a, it's, <laughs> yeah. and Idris Elba pulls it off. Idr- like, Idris Elba is so good in this uh, movie. Idris Elba's great. I mean, Idris Elba is always great, but he is great in this movie. You don't know who Idris Elba is? No. You know Hamdel from the Thor movies? Yes. That's Idris Elba. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have a note that says the dad's Kevin Costner's way of, like, being with with being a dad versus Idris Elba being a dad. Like, they're both very strict and want their children to do a little extra, but Idris Elba, I think, does it better than Kevin Costner did. Kevin Costner does it demean and tells her, the daughter, to get up and, like... Because Kevin Costner is not a good parent. <laughs> and Idris Elba's, like, having his daughter read extra stuff and makes her, like, write two-paragraph essays on it and just some extra stuff to get her some knowledge, whereas, like, Kevin Costner is... Like, she... I'm always like, I'm cold. And then she goes... He pretty much like tells her that she's a failure. Oh, like, she's, she's tired. Yeah. It's like, what's another name for tired? I, I want to say it was like failure or weakness or yeah. something like that. 
And she's like, okay, and he's like, okay, let's go home. And she's like, nah, one more. And so she goes up and does one more run. Mm -hmm. And then they keep doing that. And the mom's like, she needs to come in because she's cold. And the dad's like, nope, nope. But, but my favorite, they make a statement earlier, later on that's like, <laughs> if you can find an Olympic athlete that doesn't have parent issues, <laughs> then they're not an Olympic athlete. <laughs> yeah, or like, like, uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's one of those things. Find me another Olympic level athlete that doesn't have a demanding father. Yeah. And then she says, what, her IQ, she says, was like 180 or 173. I, I that was early on. Well, yeah, I don't remember. I know at one point she's like, like, I was a, was a world-class athlete and, like, first in my class and all this. But my brothers were even more so. She's like, I am, a, I, like, I am head and shoulders above everybody else anywhere else except in my own home oh you might be able to answer that like they're like one of her brothers was a philadelphia flyer who i guess was also a olympic athlete at one time i didn't know if you knew who that would be nope i was about to say you know we're on a vocal media so hand gestures don't um... work <laughs> But yeah, the, but that's one of that's one of her brothers was the, this one this one of her brothers won gold, and then ended up then they they like later on in the movie you find out he's a Philadelphia Flyer, and oh. another one was I forget what the other brother was, but he was something big too. And then she just always feels that she's not up to their snuff. When did this take place? Uh, I'm not sure. Look that up. It doesn't. It doesn't talk about a time frame. It's it's early 2000s. I know that. Yeah, like you can you get a sense of that. Yeah, by yeah. The, the the technology that's shown, but it's um it, I I think it's somewhere in the 2000s. Okay, so and the last name uh, will maybe be Bloom. <laughs> getting back on track. Um, uh, Michael Sarah no longer cameo now called Player X. Who? Bluffs the guy out of a hand of poker. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> then just tosses the cards down. Um, um, yes, this movie is overwritten. It's written by someone who is smart and wants you to know they're smart. That's Which, probably Molly's book. Also. That, oh yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, Aaron, this is, this is written by Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, because the because the social network also is a very like who written for smart who is is known for his incredibly tight, incredibly smart scripts, mm -hmm. and this is this does not deviate from that, but this is a little bit to my I'm I'm not I am not a, I'm not uh, I have not watched much of the West Wing at all. I have um, I have seen a few Good Men. I have seen the Social Network. I have seen this. Uh, there is a TV show that I watched in, scroll farther in down. high That's school, just known for. uh, filmography. There it is. Uh, writer. The newsroom? No, it was, I, went th I think you it was. You Moneyball, too. Really? And Charlie's, I think he directed Moneyball and Charlie Wilson. And Charlie Wilson's, Wilson's War. War. Yeah. Uh, Sports Night. That's what it was called. What was her last name? Bloom. Bloom. B L O O M Bloom. Oh no. Um, Sports Night. It was called Sports Night. I watched a lot of that when I was 
in a Lynn Late High School, ninety nine, two thousand. This one was like two, uh, director, two credits. director credits. Oh, this is his first directing movie. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So. Uh. But the the moral of the story is, I, I and maybe it's because he wrote and directed. Yeah. This feels a little bit, um, rock and roller to me. Ah. Where it's it's. It's a little bit more self-indulgent than normal. It's it's so he is he is off his chain a little bit, and I think it's 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 in it's incredibly possible it is because he both wrote and directed <laughs> this movie that that some of this you know heavy-handed, fast, aren't I clever? Look at me stuff stays in, and it's still, like I said, if you like it, it's fine, or if you don't notice, which it sounds like you didn't necessarily notice, Elijah. Um, or you weren't as offended by it. It didn't bother you as much as it bothers me. I'm just like, like my my biggest, as I alluded to you guys earlier, my biggest complaint about this movie is that it feels overwritten. I don't know. I think I think it just works for the character for the person as a general because she wants to get it all. Like she's a talker, and then when I when I just think about who this person is. Because she keeps spouting facts and all sorts of stuff, so it just feels right with the character the way it's written. But I don't know. Um, I guess you can't call HR on your boss for firing you for not having sex with him if he is HR. <laughs> uh, which boss didn't the first the first guy? Because he fired her because he's like you're having you're having sex with all of my friends and not me. The guy that threw bagels, I forgot Dean. Oh. That's when she then she steals all the players, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't. Well, no, he was because he, he calls was, her. And then... Well, he was being an asshole because he wasn't making any money. Yeah. He was not being financially successful. So, a, a way to pinch pennies was to not pay her for the job, her day job. No, but then they hired somebody else because when they go, she goes back in. To get her well, yeah. After she gets dude. fired, yeah. yeah, because because when when he does that, she he's he fire. Yeah, he does try and play the you're a little too friendly with everybody card. But Michael Sarah plays or the player X, I should say, plays that card too. Yeah. Like you're friendly it's with the like, LA everything. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, ultimately, I don't remember what what I was going to say. Never mind. But ballsy to steal all those players right from under him and not give out fake phone numbers to the other lady. Ballsy. Mm. <laughs> um. Uh, the young Molly actress is excellent. There's a scene, one of the flashbacks, where oh she, where the the young Molly is. It's where they have the conversation about uh uh Freud being a quack or Freud being a oh, being, a, table, being yeah. an idiot and. Anybody who who puts any stock in his psychological theories is a quack. Insulting her father, mm-hmm. who we learn in that scene is a psychiatrist. Um, that 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 young actress was incredible. Mm-hmm. Like it's... she steals that scene from flipping Kevin Costner. Yeah. The only thing I can find is a Colby Cohen. Which was like a cousin, and uh, 
Yeah, that's the best I can find. Oh. Well, at least we found something. Good job, Tyler. You yeah, well, it, it could be that was an embellishment either for the screenplay <laughs> or... Be. But I didn't like him. <laughs> I like when she goes to the lawyer and she just looks at the lawyer and goes, laws are written down, right? So you can just look them up. Because <laughs> she's making sure that everything was by the book. So she goes and sees a lawyer. And the lawyer's like, yeah, you're, it's legal-ish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, she's like, how is it ish? He's like, yeah, you're, you're following the law. And then she, she's like, aren't laws written down? So you could just be like, hey. <laughs> but then it's like not. I think Molly runs in a world of black or white, and she never really finds gray. But yeah, it's one of those things where it's not illegal. Mm hmm. But it's not necessarily, like, it's not smiled upon. Like, you shouldn't, like, everything up to it is illegal. So you are right on the line. As soon as you put one little toe over the line, you're, you're, you're illegal like and as soon as you start dealing drugs and or your waitresses or prostitutes or that then you're then you're right that, that was an issue and also they, they talk about you know taking the rake they, they talk about it. and that what that all that is is she takes a percentage of the pot and it's usually well they, they say the well the one the one uh girl that's working for her at the time says you know most most people most game runners cap it at five percent she starts out at two percent and that's to help cover the big bets that they were the, having the, 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 that's that's to pay. exactly that was to protect that was essentially to yeah insulate her for, from the financial risk of having to extend all this credit because when she goes to new york she raises the stakes to like Unprecedented amount. Well, it's, it's it goes from it goes from what five thousand to twenty five thousand or something. Yeah, and then like it that. goes to like two hundred and fifty thousand when she goes to New York finally. Oh, it, okay. Because when she does the when she does the first when she does the L A one, I think it, she moves it up to twenty five, and then everyone's like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then she goes to New York and raises it to. Or no, it was it was ten, it was ten thousand oh, to yeah, start, 10. and then. And then player X wants to go to fifty. Yeah, so I think they do that. And they was and so it's multiply everything by five, mm -hmm. and then yeah, and then she goes to New York and multiplies everything by five again, so it becomes two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Um, I think I play poker like Brad sometimes. I'm very po I'm very pot committed, because then we're introduced to the character that ultimately starts selling Molly out at the during this movie. He, yeah, he bad Brad as he's as he's called. Uh, is sort of the first, or not is sort of, he is the first character that we are introduced to that throws Molly under the bus to save his own ass. Mm -hmm. So he, he can't play poker to save his life. He was just there to get rich people to join his Ponzi scheme, which you find out later in the movie. Right, which in the fullness of time we learned, yes, was a yeah. Ponzi scheme. So he was paying, so he was there just to get, just to, talk to people because Brad's a friendly guy, but he also has no idea how to play poker. He's and bad. Molly, go, Molly tells him you're bad at this. And then offers to like get him training or like books or anything, but he doesn't want that because he doesn't care. He, he'll burn money just to get the, 
celebrities to join his cause. And then later because on, they're, gets, they, because they're easy, big sources of mm-hmm. cash. And and then later on, when they're doing the deposition, he's like, yeah, she forced me to gamble and all this other oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, she made me into a gambling and addict. Then, yeah. And then she's, she's like, I think you should stop. And then it cuts in the right. sequences earlier on in the movie where... Where, where she, she tries to, like, hey, this probably isn't a good fit for you, dude. Like, you're losing money all the time. Like, statistically, you shouldn't lose this much. Like, you are, you are doing... You, you are bad. You are, you are statistically... Like I said, you, you statistically, you should have won by now but you haven't won yet like you are this is you're doing something wrong and because he always like if he puts money in the pot then he's just like okay i'm I'm pot committed already like i'm like oh i play like that i'm like i'm already have money in it so what the hell (laughs) so that i just play like that sometimes it it drives my brain nuts at the end i'm like why'd i do that like why i'm like okay i have a pair yeah sure what the hell it's a low pair it's twos but maybe i'll win (laughs) I already have money in it, so sure. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I, already, I have a lot of money into this. All right, I'm, maybe he's bluffing. Here you go, more money. <laughs> um, but uh, then then we go to the hard drive. She brings up the hard drives to the because we're cutting back and forth through time with this movie. Oh, okay. So it's a it's yeah all through like the court case and then his flashbacks. Yeah, we're getting yeah, flash. There, we're getting there story are, details in the middle, and then they intertwine the story with there are the, there the are court I like case. essentially I'm really sad now that I didn't have time to watch this. Essentially, there are well, there are two. Well, this movie is 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 told sort of in three timelines. Yeah, There's three parts to it. The 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 meetings that she has with the lawyer. So like. Those are those are sort of those are the happening now, and then there's so she's telling the lawyer about the stuff that happened two plus years ago that she is on trial for, and that's where the action happens. That's the that's the that's the sort of the the meat of the movie, or not not necessarily the meat of the movie, but that's it's like the, said, that's the that's the action that. part. That's the Portillas. that's the mm-hmm. that's the part that keeps us interested and that's what's all that's what all this is about and then there's there's also flashbacks to her childhood there's not a lot of those but there are a handful of them they're sparse they're sparse sparse. and they and you know and like the earliest one is you know when she's probably eight or ten and they go up till she's a actually no they go the whole way up till she's in her until she's in her late teens early 20s when she's still and and, a, and about to and you know like and like she's like twenty two mm-hmm. when she has her big accident so and essentially the movie takes place or the 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 action the 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 events on wh- that she's on trial for take place from when she's like twenty two to like twenty twenty two to like thirty. Yeah, I think twenty-two to twenty-nine-ish, because yeah. she's thirty-two as she's on trial, and she's been out for two years. She's been she's yeah, been so away from the life for two years because she was put on parole and mm-hmm. and all that. So she she did she did that for so so anything that happened before she was age you know twenty-one or anything before the like the skiing accident mm-hmm. up to the skiing accident that's flashback. And then post skiing accident to she's till she's twenty eight, but that's all 
sort of haze together. It's hard. It feels like it feels like it takes place over six months. But it's really time, over. But it's just like she's just telling the story. She's telling the like course a story. Of, because um, she's telling the audience, and because you're getting it from like she's telling the audience and the lawyer, right? The story, right? So you're skipping minor details, like oh, this was like five years later, five years pass, and we keep making money, right? Right. Well, yeah. What you don't, yeah. What you don't get, and I was really successful, and the game grew for three years. That's what's not. That's what's not included. You're here. just giving names and details, and then we get zapped to these spots in time. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and that it it is, it's. So it's not often, but it is very occasionally. Wait, where are we? What time? What time frame are we in? Why did we switch? What's going on? It like I said, it doesn't happen very often. Maybe two or three times in the whole movie, and as soon as it and it switches because Molly is delivering the narration for all of it, and so sometimes she closes narration on a section of a flashback from the poker game, and then she starts talking again. But we don't know necessarily who she's talking to. And as it turns out, she's talking to the lawyer about something that is happening right now, mm-hmm. not in relation to the scene we just watched. Um, but I, she she threatens to blow up the hard drives if they if they if they, all the names are going to get leaked and all this other stuff. If she has to give them up because she doesn't know if she can trust Idris Elba. Well, no. When 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 Idris Elba learns when the lawyer learns about uh, the hard drive the hard drives. He's like, wait a second. We have to. See. Every time you plug your phone into these things, they get a they they back up all your emails, all your text on messages, your everything onto your computer. Which I don't. I was like, I don't that, that was buy my question. that. I said, wait a minute. I said, wait a minute. Is that true? It's not. <laughs> it's not true of modern smartphones. I, I will. I will tell you that for certain. I don't know if it was true about the old of the like phone. the PDA level phones that she was using, and it, it could like, be. I, I don't know. Like if you plugged your phone in to like charge it on the computer, from the way you described it, it instantly downloaded everything from your phone onto like your hard drive somewhere. Yes. Yeah. But I, but I, 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 I like you said, I know that modern, your, modern smartphones do not yeah, do I was that. Say without your knowledge, I don't know that can happen. Modern modern smartphones do not do that. Google does it every day. No, it doesn't. I don't know. As soon as I signed in with my Google account. But it doesn't hard it doesn't save on your hard drive, bro. Oh no. Yeah, that's you, they could absolutely subpoena Google for all of your information, for sure. But Google has privacy policies and Google has Google has lawyers in place to protect said things from happening or to protect things from happening in excess. But it doesn't when you when I plug my phone into my computer to put music on my phone. It doesn't backfeed all of my texts, oh, no, all no. of my texts and emails to my hard drive. Fact, that I'm, does not happen anymore. Yeah, that's what that's full what stop. Said. That's what that's what they were saying it did. Oh no! And like I, said, I don't I, I don't know if, if smartphones at the time. I think a PDA might act that way, but I don't. But I don't know that from from my knowledge. And here again, maybe my age is showing because I came late to the smartphone game. Um, to my knowledge, text messages have always been problematic to back up like it's it's always like like getting unless you take screenshots of 
of text message conversations, or you get a lawyer involved and you subpoena the phone company. Yeah, I was about to say, doesn't the phone company have records of those? I don't know how long they keep them. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the question um, I have in my head. But. You, you can't, or I shouldn't say you can't. It is really tough to retrieve text message data because they're engineered to be disposable. Like they're not capped. Yep. And they're also not especially secure. So you, you really shouldn't be having really secure information. But if somebody's threatening you or things so, of this nature, like, that is when you might want backdated text message conversations. The moral of the story, folks, PSA. If you need text message, if you need to keep text messages, screenshots. So Take I screenshots. Shouldn't, shouldn't text you my social security number. No. You already did that. Is that why I got like five? You own five timeshares in Taiwan. Oh. Um, is that why I keep getting credit card bills? Well, let's just yeah. ignore those. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Exactly. <laughs> um, Bad Brad versus Harlem. Molly tries to genuinely help Harlem. That's true, yeah. Bad because... Brad bluffs a guy out of a hand, and the guy's brain breaks. This is so strange. And the guy gambles away a bunch of money that he doesn't have. Mm -hmm. And Molly theoretically has to cover it, or has to come up with a way to cover it, which is when she starts taking the... No, that's not... That's oh, not it's not? Thing. No. Oh, no, that's still in the, L.A. That's the... That's when... That's oh, okay, when... That, but that's the... That's... The, but there we get dangerously close to... That's, uh, that's the turn, because then Player X came in and bought him out. Oh, that's right. Player X had been... We That's when we learned that Player X had been came covering... In, he came back the next day with a check from Tamale. That's and right. Because Player X was paying him off, because... That's right. What? Because Harlem Harlem was a generally good poker player, and it, it broke his brain that Brad imbeciled his way into winning a hand <laughs> because yeah, Brad then... had no tells because Brad didn't give a shit. So Brad had nothing because Brad's brain's just like, <laughs> yeah, because Brad is 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 really really bad. And it was this was this was. One of the it was early on it was it was uh, or I shouldn't say it was early on but apparently Brad Bad Brad was not a super regular player because the good the card shark guy and Bad Brad had not played together often enough for the for the card shark guy to know how truly bad Brad was yeah that was the thing was so then he thought that he was winning that he had won the hand Brad and so then. He lost money, a lot of money, and that it wasn't really a lot of money though. Like, yeah, that was the funny thing. thing. Yeah, it was like forty. I mean, it was a lot of money to me. To me, yeah, it was a lot of money to us. But <laughs> relative to this game, it was not a lot of money. It was forty thousand dollars. When buy-in is fifty thousand dollars, he was still up. It's but... not a lot of money. Like he could, if he he could have. I mean, ultimately, he could have ridden. He could have ridden that out and got all that money and more back from Bad Brad. Yeah, if, if he, he would have just smart. if he would have just buckled down and and got back to it the way and played the way that he always played, but it broke his brain, like I said, and he lost and hundreds he stops, of thousands of dollars, and he you know yeah, and he's buying and he's and he's buying fifty thousand, fifty thousand, fifty thousand from from uh, Molly. Molly, and he's she's extending him the credit, hoping to be like on good faith that he's good for it. And, and then, you're right, that's where we learn the player yeah. X. 
is has been backing him. Has been backing other players too. That you find out that player X was backing other players, which creates conflict of interest. Because mm-hmm. then, if those people like if he's making money, he could misplay a hand because he's he can win. He wins either way. Right. He gets a cut of the wins. Doesn't pay any. Doesn't need to worry about the losses. So if these guys win, he gets his money back one way or the other. So like I say, he could theoretically fold on a hand that he doesn't have any, that that he doesn't have, he might, he might have a, you know, he, he could, he could throw off a hand or he could, he could theoretically badger a guy out and then fold and let his let the guy that he staked wins win so that he gets the so that the guy that he staked wins gets the pot, and the other guy, you know, so, so like like I said, there's conflict of interest. Yeah. So then she threatens to throw him out of the game, but then player X is like, they come here to see me. They don't come here for Molly. They come here for me. So it's pretty much like Dean again. She was like, I let I, like pretty much was like I threw Dean out for for these similar things. Like I'm not. I don't work for you. And like I'm trying to work by myself, like my own thing. But Mob Bill Eric's is like no, and then he's like, you don't sleep with me, you don't like flirt with me, you don't do all this other stuff, but flirt with everybody else. And Player X then the next day, like the next week or something. It's, yeah, it's, it's every Tuesday. So it says, it's so the next week. The next week, he convinces all the players to not go. Yeah, go they, he, they they go play someplace else, and then as she's on her way to the suite that she the, obviously rented the, the game. And, yeah. Yeah, the that she has paid a lot of money for. He texts her and says, "Oh yeah, we don't need you. We're playing someplace else. We don't need you." All tonight. the people start texting, and then he gets calls her and goes, "You're so fucked," and then hangs up. Then that's the last you hear of Player X. Right. And, and then, then we she, then we go to New York. Yeah, because then she's she can't run a game in L.A. anymore because no, everyone wants to play with that guy. Mm-hmm. So. Now so she's like, okay, I'll go to New York, and she's, and then I have, she'll find, she'll find players, people with high stakes, no movie stars, but the Yankees are okay, because <laughs> she says, I got Yankees, I got all these other artists. <laughs> I was like, okay, the Yankees. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, Molly, the scene where Molly catches a cheater with the cameras that she's put up in the thing is also a good scene. Where oh she, yeah, she goes. Oh look, there's an napkin. Then there's more chips. <laughs> He's like, "You little trust fund baby," and calls him all this stuff. It's a great scene. Or Molly just like tears this boy down. Yeah, he he essentially shows up with like fifty seven thousand dollars of counterfeit chips mm-hmm. to make make it so he. She's like, "Oh, that's why I'm fifty seven thousand dollars off." Mm-hmm. And doesn't like threaten him with violence. Is just like, "You're gonna pay me that back and some." <laughs> but like never like like it's like it's really like astounding that she did it without like getting bound big guys to come in and be like give me your money like she would burn her own money because she i guess she cared about this so much i don't know it's weird why she would trust people that obviously are in a in a in a I'm say sport very loosely um in a sport where your main goal is to bluff <laughs> A lot of the time, potentially, so that you can win hands, so that you can win more money. So it's people that lie for a living that she's now trusting. It's weird. 
like it's a weird understand like i i find that just a weird personality thing with her but i guess that's a father issue thing maybe like she trusted her father and he always lied so she just doesn't trust anybody but she does trust everybody which is weird um hey it's chris o'dowd chris o'dowd <laughs> i love that guy who's that guy uh he's God. he's he's we want him to be we want him to be earth nova from the uh, he's richard in uh the thor first two thor, thor two thor the dark uh, world He's the day that Natalie Portman goes on. Uh, he is he is oh. the the tall oafish Irishman from the IT crowd. Uh, he is he's been in a thousand. I shouldn't say he's he's that guy. To he's 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 a really he's when you know who he is. We know Chris O'Dowd is when he shows up. You get really he's, excited. For he's Chris that O'Dowd. guy. But in, for, for a lot of people, he's, oh, he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, but he's that guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, hang I'm on. I'm not hang Irish. On. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, she's using drugs to stay awake, and is bankrolling the game essentially uh, for people who bet more than the initial buy-in, and thus she starts taking a cut, which is, as she points out, illegal. So it's here that she yeah, starts taking a cut. It's oh, here yeah, in the yeah, early, early yeah, in the yeah, New yeah. York days. I'm not Irish. Chris O'Dowd goes, um, Chris O'Dowd is like, I'm Irish. That's why the Russians let me play and all this, but I'm the only Irish guy in the group. Cause you find out that the reason she's being indicted is because these, these three Russian families, these Russian mafia guys all went to Molly's game. She didn't know that. She didn't know they were mafia. No. So like, usually she's pretty like she does, she does background checks. She does all this other stuff, but because she was doing drugs and not really sleeping and doing this other stuff. And because, you know, these guys are Russian mobsters who are whose backgrounds are set up to throw off, oh, I don't know, federal investigators. Yeah. It's not like a your casual work it's background like check, which realistically is what she was running, is going to show a... I'm a, 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 in the mafia? Yeah. a potential criminal connection that they've never been charged with. Like they were like, like the people, like the cops are like, Hey, how come you didn't, how did you not know this? And she's like, it's not like we sat down and we talked about the mafia. It's like they came, they played the game. They left, they talked about stuff and they left, but they never really talked about work. They just bullshit it. Cause it's, it's like you're talking to your friends, you're playing poker. You're not sitting there going, Oh, I, I threw Jimmy the rat into the into the river. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's, it's in the other, they, they talk about, or she talks about how she has the TVs on in the room, with the games on, so that the guys who are sport who are playing in sports bets can keep an eye on the game. But then but, they were going to bet. But then they, they then they the then they talk about well, so you were so you were you were running a, a, a an illegal sports betting or our organization. She's like, no, they always left the room. For all I knew, they were calling their mothers. You know, so like nothing ever happened in front of her. She took great pains to be largely above board. Yeah, she was like, or to oh. be legal, like like she was. The she was like she broke like the law. Said, is until, very thin, and that's and that, we'll we'll get into yeah. that. I found I found the 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 uh, the uh, uh, judge's quote from this movie that I will probably read later ah. when we'll we get to that, that point. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, is that a Monet? Is that a real Monet? Because this guy comes in with a painting as collateral because he couldn't make it to the bank. And he has a real Monet painting. And is like, here, here, just hold this for collateral. And then she goes, uh, take that back yes, to where you're going. Who's Monet? He's a French impressionist painter. He's a painter. Um, if you ask my fiance nicely, she will probably tell you, she can probably tell you more about Monet than you would ever want to know because she has a degree in art history. Oh. But it's a, it's a very expensive painting, in short. Like okay. millions upon millions of dollars worth of painting. Yeah, I, I forget. They do talk about how yeah. much it's worth, but I don't remember. Um and then we already talked about Brad, Bad Brad and the Ponzi scheme, so... Bad Brad. He uh, made her sad. And then we meet the, then we meet these god, these Russian mafia guys come to meet with Molly at the dead of dinner. And they, No, they're not Russian mafia guys. Oh, uh, they were just they were just guys that wanted to be bouncers? Yeah, no, they what they they were because the one um, that they all I have written down is the apple teeny question mark. I was like, I want an apple teeny. That's they, what I have written down. They were muscle. They were enforcers. Uh -huh. They were debt collectors. They were uh, shakedown guys. Um, but Molly says they asked they ask Molly if they can have a job or something. Well, what? Yeah, because what they want is they want to go collect debts. Uh, they want to go get the money that get the she money. is owed. Yeah, and if they if she doesn't, if they, if they, you know, and if they don't, and, you know, if, if people don't, if people can't pay, they get beat up. They get, they get, their, their families get threatened. Their livelihoods get threatened. They're like, it's, it's not a good, it's, yeah, it's organized it's a, crime. It's yeah. not a good scene. And that's, okay. you know, and that's what Molly doesn't want. She doesn't want to right. threaten these people with yeah. violence. She like she she turns these guys down, and gets you know, and then they sick one of their kind on her because she turns them down because she's like no I I don't want I don't want to know huh and then a, a Russian mafia guy comes to her house and pretty much um does the beats, uh, no beats the tar out of it. He's not necessarily. We don't know what he. He's just a. He's, he's a just another. Guy. He's, he's just a another, mafia enforcer. He's an enforcer guy. We don't. He's not necessarily Russian. Yeah. Okay. He's a mafia guy. He beats up Molly and pretty much robs her. Like she's like, here, I'll give you my money. Just go. But she, he grabs her and just like punches her in the face. I'm like, my note is Jesus. Who hits a lady? The mob? Asshole celebrities? <laughs> I don't know who this is. <laughs> Oh, she meets some guys who offer to collect debts for her, and then they send a guy to beat her up and take all of her money. And her door guy knew about this it. This movie just got even darker. I, I, I like to the scene when she confronts the door guy after, because right. she's going for a two-week vacation, and the door guy... Right, because it was Christmas in. and New Year's. Yeah. So she came in, So she came in, and the door guy goes, oh, you have a package, I'll bring it up then. So she would answer the door, thinking it was him. And she answers the door, and it's the mafia guy punches her in the face, and sticks a gun in her mouth, and does all this other stuff. It's, and then she like, I guess I never tipped, didn't tip you well, and then his, his slides in like a hundred. Yeah, it puts she just puts a puts a it's 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 not shown. Yeah, it's not shown. It's an unclear how how much money in his pocket. And thanks for sending up that package. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. Well, I guess you never came up with my package. I guess you never found my packages or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
implication she knew she 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 knew he sold her out and i have well that was a shitty two-week vacation she just had because she didn't go to the hospital or anything so she's bleeding from the head and she's bleeding from like her nose and all this so she's doing like home like yeah, rib she's, repair. right and she's you know she's been you know she's got these bruised up ribs and it's like well that's a terrible two-week vacation <laughs> um and then and then we're near the end where we where the story's pretty much over because she gets raided. Yeah, because because Chris, well, yeah, Chris O'Dowd is, is actually an FBI informant. Yeah, because the one when Brad Bad Brad gets gets pulled up, they also pull up Chris. They also arrest Chris, or they pull Chris O'Dowd in for questioning, and that's when he talks about the Russians and six them on Molly's game. And that's when Molly's game gets raided. gets raided, and and that's when you know, and then, and then that's and it's at that point we take the two year break mm-hmm. because she's her game is shut down. Um, and then we get to the because Molly decides that she's going to tell the prosecution everything about her. Like she's like, oh, I'll go give them the information about me. I won't tell any names about the other people. I'll give them all I can. So. They go in there and then they're like, well, we got text messages from this guy saying, bring the Molly. What happened to the Molly? Like, oh, yeah, where's Mo- Molly? We need Molly now. Bring her, bring, bring us some Molly. I was like, dumbest FBI agents ever. Who doesn't know Molly is a drug? Because <laughs> then Molly goes, I think that's the name of Molly, the drug. And then, like, Idris Elba starts laughing. Yeah, well, and here, uh, and it's and it's in the wake of that. That he gives um, his big speech. Yeah, that I said, wow, aside from a little accent slip near the end, that was a terrific rant in defense of Molly by Mr. Elba, mm-hmm. in which he outlines exactly why she doesn't belong in the room she's in. But did they listen? Ultimately, no, they didn't. But... Well, never mind. They did well, offer a deal, but it was... But it was a crappy... It was Well, it wasn't a crappy. I was, it was pretty... It was pretty good on her It was end. a pretty good yeah. deal for her. That was the hard drive deal, where they, like, give the hard drives. And- yeah, give us the hard drives, and we'll give you your money back. No charges. You, you can essentially have your life back if you give us these hard drives. And the lawyer says, well, they're going to get the hard drives anyway because it's... It's, you know, it's part of the evidence. It's going to be, it's going to, you know, discovery. It's, it's going to come up as evidence. Like, I know about it. They're going to have to know about it. Because that's how this game is played. That's how the, the legal system works. Um, but before all that, Dad comes back from random nowhere. How does Dad appear out of the blue in New York and just happens to stumble upon Molly? Uh, in the skating co- rink. In the skating rink. Mind you, it's New York City. And then Dad did not tell her that she was coming, that he was coming, and just appears in New York and is because Molly decides I guess goes skating because she's stressed. Well, and she has you know she's she's given a like an hour or two she of, like, yeah. like she's peace. It's in between. So she only has like two bucks to her name. Buys a pretzel for two bucks. Right. Spends her last two dollars on a pretzel because she, she can't, can't afford a hot, hot dog for three dollars. <laughs> so. And then she, she gives the she gives the skate girl her eight, her eight hundred dollar gloves for the skates to rent the skates mm-hmm. for like the five dollars to rent the skates yeah whatever however much it, it's not it doesn't no. tell us how so then dad's there and was watching her and then Dan 
my one of my favorite lines. I'm going to give you three years of of therapy in in one session. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you three, three years of three years of of therapy in 15 minutes or something. And I'm going to do what most most people won't do. I'm going to tell you what to do. Like therapists don't usually tell you what to do. <laughs> and then uh, Molly goes through three questions that she asks her dad. And then that leads to Molly pretty much being like, she's always hated her dad. Cause she knew that he, she knew that he was cheating on her mom. Yeah. Uh, he's holding her accountable for knowledge. She had only subconsciously or thought she had, or, or he thought she had it. And that's why she was always mad at him because he was always distant from her. Like he felt like she was, he was judging or he felt like she was judging him for cheating on her mother. But she wasn't, she didn't, she was like, I didn't know that you were cheating until I was 20. But but she he was like you would see me do this and see when me you do were that like five, and, yeah, and you had to put it together. But she never at least to her, which is why I said you know he's a cold he's holding her accountable for knowledge she had only she only had subconsciously. So like she could have theoretically, in the back of her mind, known like oh could have like sort of subconsciously connected the dots, but hadn't but didn't until like I said she she, she said. She didn't know until she was 20. Um, and then after all this, after this one session of therapy, she goes back to see Idris Elba. And then one of my favorite lines in the whole movie comes up, which is, my name is all I have left. In a row, Idris Elba pauses, stares, and then goes, now you read the crucible? And then we get to the... Because she decides to plead guilty. Because she doesn't want to rub her good name into the dirt. And because that's all she has is her name. She has nothing else. She doesn't have a gold medal. She doesn't have anything else. So she's like, I don't have a dollar to my name. All I have is who I am, which is Molly Bloom. And I can either trash it or be honest. And she decides to go in there and plead guilty and not give up the hard drives on her own. Um... And now my last note is near the end of the movie, and that's the... Okay, hang on. So uh, if you have your thing. Yeah, hang on. Uh, uh, oh, and Idris Elba's daughter, Stella, is the true hero of the story because she's the one that convinced Idris Elba, Idris Elba to take the job. Because... To take the meeting. Because Stella read Molly's book. And it was was a was a fan of Molly and had and had, had talked her up to her father, yeah. Who then went and took the meeting, um, and then I yeah I have integrity into going back to well making a a a reference to uh, V for Vendetta, uh, integrity is the last inch. Uh, we have to be who we are. And live by our own rules. Uh, she pleads guilty. And I have the judge proves he's the good man the lawyer told us he was. Uh, 
and to to I, I found the I found the the quote from the R A or U K if I read the yeah, right. the um so this is not accent. this but he didn't have an accent <laughs> I just want you to have uh, an accent the courthouse is located within spitting distance of Wall Street uh I know this from my personal experience trying to spit at it the men and women who work there will commit more serious crimes by lunchtime today than the defendant has committed in this indictment. Holds a stack like this thick of an indictment. It, well, it's not really that thick. It was but, thick. It looked pretty thick to me. But it's. But the the moral or I shouldn't say the moral of the story, but she she ultimately gets off with what two hundred hours of community service, a year of probation, and a two hundred thousand dollars fine. Probation, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, so and she gets off incredibly light, considering they wanted to send her to jail for forty-two months, mm-hmm. or something, something like that. It was it was a good amount of time in jail. Um, and then my last thing is the good statement that she makes is she feels pleased that she won, but she now has to ask the question, "What do I do now?" And then we flash back to her. We flash back to the ski accident, and the doctors are there and they're looking her up and then like you saw the entire accident and then she stands right up and walks away. Not unassisted. Not, not unassisted, but, but, she, she, but she gets she up walks from away like from this. I saw, and I was like, I forgot that happened in the movie. I saw it and I went, no way. Cause I remembered from the beginning of the movie, how that looked. And I was like, I was like, Oh, she did. And then she gets up and walks away. Yeah. Cause like, at, at least in the movie, I don't know if it would have happened in real life, but in the movie, she loses her helmet, you know, so it's like, oh, there's there's brain trauma, there's mm-hmm. neck trauma, there's back trauma, you know, and her back is already, she says, held together by erector set or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all that to hear that she's hard to kill and <laughs> successful. Two and a half hours of movie that, for that, I'm not sure it was worth it. That's That's my last note. <laughs> <laughs> That's my last note before my my little. It's an interesting ending that I feel like we should not. We didn't need that part at the end. I feel like we didn't need like her getting up and walking away because and then her saying she's hard to kill. I was like, we could have left it at what do I do now, and then you just cut to the black, and that would have been it. I felt like that would have been a better ending than flashback to Kevin Costner like Molly, Molly, are you okay? She she wants to get up. Let's get up. Then she gets up. Why do you never put your phone on silent anymore? <laughs> um, but I guess we talked about this movie a lot. <laughs> um, yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> and Tyler was there for all of it. Tyler, we read you the movie. How was that? It was good. It sounded, it sounded like a great movie. It's. An, I think it's. I think it's really good. Um, uh, but from what I heard, I gave it a three. On my robot. We haven't gotten that oh. far yet, you I'm sorry that your phone went off and you don't want to pay attention anymore to the process of the show. I've, uh, I've muted it. Thank you. Uh, Robo punches. Yep. Robo punches. Robo punches. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, what do you want to give it, Tyler? Without ever watching it? it, you said three. <laughs> I said three. Uh-huh. Uh. I'm really tired. I'm sorry. Uh, Ken? Uh, this was a long but well-paced movie about a woman with more spunk, drive, and brains than common sense. Aside from the integrity she displays throughout the movie, 
she is far from the most interesting or endearing character in the movie. Uh, if I'm honest, nearly every character in the movie is more likable than she is. Heck, uh, even the asshole father gets a measure of likability when he shows up to be real with his daughter for the first time in his life. Idris uh, Elba absolutely steals the show. Uh, the daughter's the hero, and Molly is the victim of everything. Well, not victim, because all of it was her choice, but she's definitely not the winner. This movie's good, but I think it gets in its own way too much to be great. 3.25 robot punches. That was better than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the movie's... Uh, I, I didn't know how long the movie was. I, I, I said to you, oh, I picked like a... Just under two-hour drama, then looked at it, I was like, two and a half hours? Yeah, no, it's... it's <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> well, because I, I, I thought I, I thought it was short, because it's, it's the, fast. The, it the pace, it moves, it does yeah. move. Like, the, the, the pacing of this movie is very good. And that's that's a credit to the the script, that's a credit to, you know, the like, it's, it's a well-put-together movie. The craft of this film is very, very good. Like I, said, I think for a movie about poker, mind you. I think, <laughs> like I said, I, I think I think this movie, the the like the the uh, the the jumping around the the way it's edited, you know, the way that this that we jump from thing to thing to thing is sometimes disorienting. I should say the way for we jump from timeline to timeline to timeline to timeline to timeline is sometimes disorienting, and. I think that you could, you, you know, you could probably, uh, as as well paced as this movie is, I think you could probably shorten it up a little bit. Yeah, there's probably chunks where you could take out some stuff. But like as as we both said, you know, it's 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 two and a half hours, but it doesn't feel it. Yeah, it's not like uh, it's not like The Irishman, which feels like all three hours of that movie, well, three hours and change, three hours and thirty minutes. I, think I it's good. longest all get out. It's yeah, that, uh, that's a movie that's so long I didn't watch it. Um, oh, yeah, that was that one that was up for an award, right? Yes, several. Picture, a whole bunch, and, and, and one none. And uh, one none. But I think, I think Jessica Chastain does a really good job in this movie, and she's just gorgeous in it, so that's just how it also good a good win of eye candy. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's pretty. <laughs> okay. Just to sum it up for your tired brain, she's pretty. Um... <laughs> Pretty. Uh, it's it. I I really like this movie. It's Idris Elba does steal the movie because Idris Elba is just great. Um, I need Idris, I need Idris, more, I need more dramas with Idris Elba in my life. Idris Elba, what I want. watch Luther. I know it's on the list um, of things to watch. Yeah, it's on my list of things to watch too. Uh, Idris Elba has more charisma in his big toe than most of us have in our entire bodies. Uh, you know, like, uh, um, I say that about Dwayne The Rock Johnson as well. That dude is charismatic AF. That he is. Um, it, it takes a good bit of charisma to be able to play the villain opposite him in a movie. Idris Elba manages to pull it off oh, yeah. in Hobbs and Shaw. With Jason Statham, shark with, puncher. With Jason Statham, who really plays third banana. Like Jason Statham is the fiddler in the back of that movie. He's he's. It's because Jason Statham is. Jason's, not as well, in my opinion, not as. Oh, okay. Now I 
recognize Indra's elbow a little bit more. <laughs> That's right. He's the bad guy. He's yeah. the bad guy. Bad in Hobbs and Shaw. And he was in something else. I thought he's been. He's in lots of he's things. He's in a ton of things. He's in lots of things. He's a super talented, yeah. super super prolific dude. Um, he's great. He, I, I was, I was totally on the He's Idris Elba. Superman. I was totally yeah, on the say. Idris Elba for James Bond train. Yeah, I was about to say if I get a, if I get a vote for the next James Bond, if like they come oh, to me and they're awesome. like, here you go, next James Bond, we get a vote. I put, I put mine in for Idris Elba. Now is Elba. the time to um, do it. If it's, if not Idris Elba, Chris O'Dowd, damn it. Chris uh, O'Dowd. <laughs> as James Bond. I would love Chris O'Dowd as James Bond. That'd be the fattest. <laughs> what about Chris Pratt? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think Chris Pratt can pull it off. I like Jack Chris Black. Black. No. I'm just throwing out Jack eight. Black. Jack Black. Jack Black, I think, can barely pull anything off. The closest thing that Jack Black can pull off in my brain is the guy from Jumanji, and that's it. Because <laughs> I really only like Jack Black. Like, I can name on my one hand the amount of Jack Black movies I like. And uh, two of them are Jumanji. <laughs> I like Jack Black. And none of them are School of Rock. Well, that's that. You're you're wrong on that. You're just wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> School of Rock is a good movie. I did the snooze fest. If everyone else, you wants. are you are. I hate everybody in that movie. You're and I don't like that movie at all. You are a monster. We're not picking. We're doing Shark it's Month. It's theme month next month. Yeah. Damn it! I I, I hate you. Pick month. first, Tyler. Is there a Jack Black Shark movie? Oh, let's look at that. <laughs> I don't. I, I doubt don't know, it. I doubt I it. I'll look it up while you guys continue. Um, but I gave it a four. Okay, so uh, I, I was uh, gonna say I gave it a four. So in in a, in a because we're already running long. Yeah. Um, PS5. I I would love to get into the PS5 reveal. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not watch the whole hour and fourteen minute presser. I, I did not either. I don't know if you did. I just read the summer. I wanted to know games. It was my big thing. I was just okay. like, so I just scrolled through. A thing that was like, here's a game, here's a game, here's a game, and I was like, okay. Did you, uh, did you I did look not at watch the, any trailers? Did you look at the? Did you see pictures of the hardware at all? I saw the white, the white console and the and the controller, but uh -huh. I didn't see much else. No. Yeah, that's if you saw the, like, yeah, the saw white, the, white with the black. Yeah. Control the the console, yeah, the white console, with black in yeah. the middle, and then the controller is black and white. Yeah, the, it's like, we've tall. seen we've yeah. seen the controller before, but yeah, it, so yeah it can still lay down. Yeah. Um, what what did you think? I thought it looked. I thought it was fine. Like okay. I had to, like most of my systems are usually jammed in the cabinet anyway, anyway right. so it's not like I need a look. Like if I was, if I get one, it's just going to take the PS4, and then the PS4 is going to go here, or there. I found one. <laughs> Jack Black Shark movie. Yeah. <laughs> We'll we'll, we'll, we'll discuss some... it. We'll okay. discuss it. Off, but off. I'm amazed to say we'll was... discuss it off mic. But um. I think it looks. I think it looks cool, and I'm always in for a new PlayStation system because they haven't let me down since my Gen One PlayStation Four still runs. So, yeah, my I switched to the Pro, but uh, I'm just not sure it's going to be. Well, we we don't have a price. No, that was the problem that I. We don't have I a price. We don't have an official but release date yet. Do they we? said it. They said the. Or they said, they holiday. said holiday this year. Holiday this year, but we These don't have an official date. Puppies going to be expensive. Well, the the running speculation is I heard five is four and a half five hundred. Yeah. That's I just don't know that it's going to be financially responsible of me to buy one this year. I don't I don't know if there's enough stuff I want on it yet. Oh, there's That's my thing. Uh, there, the the thing is, it, it I don't necessarily there wasn't enough stuff to get me on the PS4 when I bought it. 
Yeah, as far I, as that goes, that's true. But I had enough. But I had time to like reserve and pay that money up, and then right. We yeah, we knew that was coming. Yeah, far enough in advance, and we like you and I both pre-ordered it at at GameStop and yeah. made payments. I think the only game I got was like a Marvel superheroes. Uh, I I bought three. I what well, you got? Oh, I bought at least. I bought at least two. Them. I think I bought three games at launch. I bought Lego Marvel because both you and Luigi bought Lego Marvel. Yeah. And I bought Killzone Shadowfall. That was bizarre though. Luigi. And I bought Infamous Second Son because I like the Infamous series. I wanted uh, that, that to be game? so good, Killzone. I think it was. Huh. I wanted Shadows Fall to be so good. And it was. It ended up being ho hum. Oh, it was uh, very ho-hum. It was ho-hum enough was, that I returned all three of them. And my, was, parents, was, my parents got me that game, and I think I played five minutes of that game. Um, I loved the first one. The first one was so much fun. Uh, I we we are. Uh, I am looking for... I liked uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I thought that... I, I mean, they, that they, was they, not they really a trailer ad. I mean, it wasn't... We didn't see any game gameplay, but to know that Miles is going to be the focus of the next Spider-Man game is, is kind of exciting. They... Um, they came out this morning and they were like, oh, it's no, it was just an expansion on the on the original it's a port in from the first part. Oh, is that not, what it is? It's not. It's an entirely another game that came out later today and said it was an entirely different game. Okay. So heard that information later on that day. They said, no, it's an entirely different game. It's not Spider-Man 2. It is a just a different game, but it takes place in that universe. Right. And Miles is that. The next game, there is a Spider-Man 2 coming, but it's... Oh, okay. So this is sort of a side quote. It's a side. It's a side quote. So Miles okay. is there, and he has the powers, and I think it's Peter. Okay, Peter's so there it's too. It's sort of it's sort of picking up where spoiler alert for Spider Man PS4, um, for Marvel Spider Man on the PS4. Yeah. Uh, if you stay through, I think it's the mid credit sequence, is is Miles revealing to Peter? P, he did neither of them know who the other one is. But Miles revealing. I you met Miles in the game. Well, no, we like we know Miles. Miles and Peter knew each other. Oh. They but, know. but Miles does not know that Peter is Spider-Man. Uh. So Miles reveals that he has powers to Peter, and Peter reveals that he has that he is Spider-Man to Miles. So re, so theoretically, this game could pick up from that sequence mm-hmm. and move forward from Miles' point of view. Yeah. So Spider-Man gets to play the big brother mentor figure. Yeah, to Miles. To Miles, and that looked great. <laughs> um, and then that's a that's a cool idea. Uh, like I said, we didn't there wasn't. I only watched the I watched the trailer. Yeah, that's what I did. The one time this morning, and that twice. was and that was it. I really like it. Um, I didn't re I didn't I didn't dwell on any of this stuff. Uh, just because like I said, I don't I don't know at this point that it's gonna be financially responsible for me to buy Resident one. Resident Evil gets a game. Well, yeah, Resident Evil or is that next year. Something. Uh, I don't know. I don't I didn't I didn't I watch Spider Man's launch. A, a lot of it I I don't know. Uh, I know that, that Horizon is launch window because it's uh holiday twenty twenty. Yeah. I think I think that was the other Spider Man and Horizon were the two that are launch window and I don't there might be another one. I feel like, I think there's, there's a, there's a handful of, there was a handful of cool looking indie type games that I didn't get a chance to look at real close. Uh, there was the resident evil game, but I don't care enough there's about Sackboy. resident evil. <laughs> Sackboy. Oh, uh, ratchet and clank. There's a new ratchet, yeah, and a new ratchet game clank game that looks a lot. It looks like a little, it looks like it could be a hoot. Uh, but yeah, that's, I'm uh that's, 
are horrifically underinformed. Well, there's first, not a lot of first impressions on, on I'm interested the PS5. In how things yeah. are going to look because this has the ray tracing, right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in because, like, I'll put it in perspective. If this launches at like five hundred dollars, my computer was like eight hundred dollars. Right. And it doesn't have ray tracing. So I'm highly interested to see what this, what everything looks like, graphic wise. Um, and take a look see. I'm interested in the backwards cap capability. Backwards capability. Well, that too. Like, yeah, there's I think, been like, some chatter about that, but. They said they said four is definite. They said that like yeah. Well, they, they're saying like the top one hundred most popular PS4 games will be backward compatible day one, but they haven't. I I, I saw I saw an article somewhere that was like how backwards compatibility will work on the PS5, mm-hmm. but I don't. I didn't read it because I didn't, and I don't remember where I saw it. So I'd have to go back and see I just if I know if it'll play my PS3 game, so I can actually beat someone. <laughs> Um, I, I would, I will, I, I would love to see Sony do something similar to, uh, the, the, where the Xbox, where I can plug my old games in and it just reads them and says, yes, you have this and it'll let me download it and play it in whatever. Or like if you bought it on the store, it could be like, okay, and then it downloads it. Right, or like because I, 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 I went through looking for Just Cause games, and I was like, oh my god, I have a whole bunch of downloaded stuff from the PlayStation Three, and I no longer have PlayStation Three. So oh, that's right, because your PlayStation Three went belly up. Yeah, but it went belly So did mine. It's okay. My PS Three still runs. Last I last mine I did a factory reset and then killed itself. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> well, mine died and lost all the data, so that's equally as fine. Mm. So restarting some games just doesn't seem like a lot of fun. And then I gave it to Dylan's brother. So I gave the other, the one I had gotten to Dylan's brother. So. But yeah, it's I, I'm intrigued. The price is going to be the, the the key thing there. And yeah, like the, the amount that it comes out with the, the, around the holidays, if it's like hard to find and all that, I'm not going to. Right. Well, and that's that's the other interesting thing is how available will this thing be considering there are certain things that because of the 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 covid shutting everything down um you know supply chains and all that stuff being interrupted that you still can't like can't can't get Wii or you can't get switches uh ps4 controllers dualshock 4s i kind of am in the market for one i have one one that's 100 percent good my other one's a little bit wobbly my third one is it's not complete. I've been through so many of them things. It's not even funny, uh, but uh, I, I'm, I'm, I would, I kind of need or not need, but I would like to get another DualShock Four, but I can't find one. Yeah, I like they're not, they're out of stock everywhere, and the like you can get, you can buy them, but you pay a price and a half for them, and I refuse to pay that level of markup. Like I'm not paying six hundred bucks for a Switch. I'm not paying eighty bucks for a for a That's why DualShock was, Four. I'm not I doing got my it. Light. Uh, you get lights are coming back in stocks. So I'm hoping that that was like two hundred bucks, and I'm like, man, it, this is great. And then I'm, they, I watched them go up for a little bit. I'm I'm hoping that uh, since lights are coming back in stock, we'll be able to that that the regular the ones, ones will be back. Be coming back soon. soon, but 
it, as of now, they they are not available. Because I I set up I set aside part of my severance money for the switch. So as soon as switches come oh, back man, in stock Animal Crossing. for regular price, I will be procuring one. I'm ready to play Pokemon with you, and you don't want to play with me ever. I'm almost done with Animal Crossing. <laughs> and then I gotta beat um, twelve. <laughs> I'm I'm just guys. My my first. If I I'm only buying. I shouldn't say I'm. I shouldn't say I'm You're only gonna buying. Buy Breath of the Wild. My first game that I'm <laughs> buying is Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I need. I want to get it because I, I hear good things. I don't like Zelda games. Well, Zelda Dude, games don't like you. Try to watch. Watch some. Watch the Let's Play. Watch the Game Grumps Let's Play of, or the the Luke Westaway, uh, outside extra, uh, playthrough of, uh, Breath of the Wild and see what you think. All right. All right. Plugs to plugs to YouTube Let's Plays of, of I'm gonna uh, read of Breath of the Wild. It's reading time. You know Ken. what time it is, Ken? Is it that time of night? It's that time of night. It's, it's that time of night. 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 It's that time of night for you to go to our website com. It's that time. Go there too. Listen it's to our podcast. Time and night. Is our merchandise thing still like that? Yeah, you can update. We have to click off the tab time and hit go to the store. Night. It will take you to the new T Public store. Time we have one T-shirt. Huh? We have one. We have one design. It's you can get other stuff with it too. Oh, okay, it's cool. If you click on it, you can get like mugs and bags and all that. Yay, mugs and bags. We have an email. It's the Postman Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Postman Pod, Instagram the Postman Podcast, Facebook the Postman Podcast. It's that time of night. 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 It was that time of night. It was that time of night. And that's Letterbox the Postman Pod. And we'll see you all next week when we start Shark Month. Woo, Shark Month. Yeah, Shark Month. In anticipation of Discovery Channel's Shark Month, which is July. Yep. We're going to start with the Meg. <laughs> no, we're not. Shut up. Oh. Tyler? Crikey. Gonna love my movie. Are you going to say goodbye? Oh, shit. Goodbye. Crikey. Crikey. <laughs>